Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering The Bachelorette, Season 18, Episode 11, After the Rose. Chris, we thought we were out, (laughs) and it turns (laughs) out... We weren't. We weren't quite finished last week when we said it was a final episode. So we are definitely into the final episode now, though. Thank God. Absolutely. Thank <laughs> God, Dave. Yeah, that ruined my Christmas, Lorraine. And you told us that right after the final rose, this episode is called. But look, this was an episode too far. We didn't need to see the same stuff we saw in episode 10. All we got was a little bit more meat on the bones of Nate and Michelle. And we had Caitlin doing her worst fucking sincerity and presenting I've ever seen. She was even worse in this. Within the first two minutes, she's like, I don't think I should be the right person to do this. And she's got, she's trained herself to do this. But you know me, I love the Kardashians. She's got a Kardashian voice. She sounds like Kim Kardashian, Dave, the way she speaks, the way she pronounces the words and labors. And that's how Kim speaks. It just reminded me that she was trying to be Kim Kardashian. But when she said about... I just don't think I'm the right person to do this. I was like, no, you're not, because you're fucking shit. And she was trying to show a bit of sincerity at the start. She is terrible. I said it last time, bring back Taisha. You do not know what you've got until it's gone, Dave. And she is so much better than Caitlin. <laughs> She's fucking useless. Also, though, it opens the door for me, Dave. I could be in there, get myself back in shape, dye the hair. I could be presenting next series. Well, I think they, they've already <laughs> replaced them, haven't they? So for Clayton's season, it's not Taisha and Caitlin. It's uh, someone, I, I can't remember what his name is now, but he basically, he looks like Clayton. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I've seen the pictures and it's like, they, they they look like they could be brothers. So I don't I don't know exactly what the story is there. But yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm I'm not going quite in as hard on Caitlin as you. I, I think she she was okay. Um, but the the lack of sincerity does really come across, to be honest, that nothing seems authentic and natural. Um, but you know, good luck to her. She keeps dining out on the Bachelor franchise like the rest of them. So <laughs> I don't know what she'll do after this. Maybe with Taisha, she'll go on Bachelor in Paradise or have a podcast or something like that. So who knows? Hey, Dave, there's enough podcasts on the Bachelorette and Bachelor if you don't mind. Yeah, there's loads. But no, I mean, I thought the episode was just dead sickly, wasn't it? We get all like... Like I say, the meat on the bones of the proposal and Michelle and Nate are chatting some fucking shit about how much they love each other. Don't believe any of it, Dave. I'll be honest you with you. You old smoothie, don't, you. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't believe any fucking of it. Watching it more and more, and I've said Michelle's nice and that, but the way this is going, this is a Katie again, Dave. I just think she's in on the fucking joke. She, she knows what she's doing. Everyone is sickly. And the worst thing about this episode, which made my toes curl... Why was that guy still there? He's like got oh, his tongue fat bloke. stuck to lamp. He Oi, was fat bloke. terrible. Yeah, Come it was on, terrible. let's get you out. <laughs> it was awful. It was supposed to be like a bit of slapstick comedy. And there was no context to why he was there. I said it last time. There was no <laughs> in-joke that only we would know who'd watch The Bachelor. It was The like Bachelorette, sorry. It made no sense at all. And as 
different people come out. And I know we got Brandon pretty early on. Even he wasn't believing Dave. He was doing all the shit. I just want to be happy. Bull fucking <laughs> shit. You've just missed out. And we'll talk about that because you get that bit later. But he has literally missed out on a fucking free house. And he's going, oh, I'm just glad she's so happy. No, you're not, Brandon. Don't fucking Billy bullshit I didn't. <laughs> at the end of this episode. That's <laughs> one of the, the lines, though, isn't it? It's like they've got a little book of bullshit bingo lines you know yes. and, and i just want them to be happy is just one of those i mean I, I i'm not sure how much i was buying brandon but what do you think about that defense if you like you know because he seemed like he was a bit confused and uh a bit like us really when we were watching that final episode and it's like well all of michelle's questions uh uh, uh are aimed at Nate, really, all of the doubts. Whereas with Brandon, there, there weren't any there. So he, he was keen to understand, you know, what was going on there. And I felt like her, her response to that was pretty weak. You know, he yeah. was saying, you know, yeah. why did you tell me you love me if, you know, ultimately we weren't going to be together? And she was saying about how, you know, she didn't think it was possible to be in love with two people. And how much did you buy that? None. Not one bit, Dave. Because there, there was a line that Brandon said, which got me alarm bells going. When it, we're, we're all just being played as usual on this show. And he just said, I'll always love Michelle. Always. Unfortunately, I don't think it would be respectful to love her in that manner anymore. You know, I want her and Nate to be truly happy. And it's like, if you love somebody, you can't switch that on and off, can you, Dave? Your feelings for that person, no matter how far away you could love them distantly but you you know you know the unreachable or whatever he i just don't believe that I, he can move on and but yes he, he he's got to say that more. though hasn't he no even though he, his feelings aren't turned off he, he's kind of got to say it you know yeah. so everyone so he kind of lets michelle off the hook a bit there doesn't he he's like yeah i just want them to be happy you know while nate's plowing a I'm just happy that they're having a great sex life and everything. <laughs> you know, I'll just cry in the corner. He's just trying to put a brave face on. So I don't think any anything of what he was selling, I wasn't buying. But, you know, I kind of, I don't think he can say much else in that position. Well, what was, I agree with that because it's, it's Bachelor, Bachelor, well, the Bachelor Nation 101. You've got to say anything. The reason I don't buy any of it is because ultimately this is his pitch to become the bachelor. So the way he said, I'm going to not love her that way to me says that he's got the nod that he's going to be the bachelor down the line. I think he's going to be a good bachelor, but it's too obvious Dave to me. This is like the playbook. Obviously we've got Clayton series, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did, but they did be Tasha with Michelle and Katie, where they, they said these are the next two bachelorettes or bachelors, and Brandon pops up, Dave, because he did nothing wrong. He was sincere. He said he loved her. Oh, he was sincere on the show. As I've watched it, I don't believe any of it. But if you all want to stay within that incestuous world of the Bachelor Nation, you have to do this sort of thing. You're right. Absolutely correct, Dave. It's great to watch because I'm just like, 
I bet he comes off the fucking thing. And it's like when, remember in Police Story or Naked Gun when Leslie Nielsen goes to the toilet and he's having a piss or something, you can hear everything. Or like, you hear it where someone leaves the mic on and they're slagging everyone off. I bet he's in the back going, fucking Nate's a cock. And why the fuck did you pick Michelle? I mean, Michelle picked Nate, you stupid fucking woman and all this, Dave. But on the camera's like, oh, I'm so pleased for it. I just, I would love for it to come out. You know, like, you know, like, um, thingy, I fucking married at first sight when she said it was a brother and she was kissing him. And she went, that's my brother. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something like that. That would be brilliant for me. That'd be like absolutely show how much of a blag all this is. But it is it is what we sign up for. We know we're getting all this fucking bollocks. Everyone's just ass kissing, basically. See, I I think you've almost got two shots at it, haven't you? You you've either you're going for the shot on being the bachelor. You know that that must be the the best prize because you you can't lose when you're the bachelor, can you? You know you're you're going away with the pick. But the other opportunity is the bachelor in paradise stuff, isn't it? And you get a lot yes. more people obviously involved with that as well. So I think again, you know that's that's what irritates me a bit about this whole franchise is it's just it's just difficult even when someone's coming across as authentic you're sort of thinking well is this is this really you or are you just playing up this almost like tv soap career so you want to go on to let's say bachelorette and then you go on to bachelor in paradise then you'll do the rounds with the media and everything you don't have to fucking find a partner at all there's so many you know, Z-list celebrities churned out of this franchise. It just, I don't know, it just makes me question any of them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, and I think as it went on, Dave, the most insincere person out of the three that we saw today, I thought it was Nate. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck any... was he going on about? About know, listening what? to a song and not it not you being your first your favorite song the first time but when he had the first one-on-one date and he was saying he just kept going back to that you know you don't like the song it's not your favorite song the first time and i was like it's just this word soup and he kept repeating it and i i just it again it just didn't come across very authentic to me no, none of it. And I think when they were, like, Michelle was chatting to him about the love, and, and there was there was some physical stuff there. I do believe they've got a great physical chemistry, Nate and her. Definitely, Michelle certainly have. They, they was touching, they was, you know, what you would do, he's, he's, he's reassuring her, all that. I, I do believe there is a physical attraction, but I don't ultimately believe that. The end. I think what's happened with him is, when they said you've got this house, I think he was like, holy fuck, I've got to stay a bit longer now <laughs> because that <laughs> money they got was unbelievable. It was unheard of. Caitlin had bigged it up. I was expecting some like, we've treated you a holiday to Hawaii again or something like that. And it wasn't, I mean, that is a lot of money, Dave. I mean, there must be some agreements in place that they don't keep it for a couple of months and then sell up and split the cash or something. There's got to be something there if it, if that's even really what happened maybe they've rented the house out for him and they're gonna do a spin-off show i said that i said at some point there has to be a spin-off show at, at the couples i mean maybe there has been in the past i don't know because we're new to the, the, the franchise really but it would make perfect sense for michelle and nate to be the first couple to have a real go at like a kardashians fly on the wall thing so is that why they've done that is there is there a i'm i'm predicting it now i'm talking know. myself into it dave sorry go on 
Uh, I mean, there's there's more. Let's face it, Chris. Wouldn't you want to see uh, Claire and Dale? You know, wouldn't you want to see Claire throwing fucking furniture at him and stuff? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, you, you would think they're not very entertaining, are they? And no. I know the the ratings were down, weren't they, on Michelle's oh, season? So I don't, I don't see why they would be the first ones to have a you know, an actual series that's on TV. Like you say, any of these couples can set themselves up on YouTube, like the Love is Blind couple you mentioned last week. But yeah, I I think it's a stretch to think these are going to go on and and do a TV show together. But in the series that we've covered, I don't think, I don't recall anyone else getting a massive check to put towards a house. No, and, and that's where I'm thinking there is a reason for that, Dave. That is my, mm. that's my, this is just, Dave, look, at the end of the day, the reality radar is 100% correct every single episode. <laughs> I am putting it out there on the line to say that that is why they do not do these things for nothing because are they going to give a house away every single series? I don't think so. I'd be amazed if they start doing that. I, I, I would well, actually be amazed, but... I think for Clayton's season, Chris, they're going to have to give away a lot of houses from the preview we got for the next season. And I have to say, Chris, I, you know, I did appreciate this after the rose ceremony was quite short. So that's one of the things I did enjoy about the episode. Very little uh, apart from that that I took away, apart from, like say, how fake everyone is. But um, the best bit of the episode for me was seeing the preview for Clayton's season. And they did it again, Chris. They fucking done it again. Where I'm so done yep. with the end of the season. I'm like, oh, fuck this. And then it's like, it looks like he's he's telling everyone that he loves them. <laughs> you know? And it just looks like it's going to be a great, great car crash. So must admit, kind of looking forward to that season now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to be covering it pretty soon, aren't we? So... Um, yeah, we're gonna have to get watching and everything, but I, I will say, I never thought I would come away from this episode feeling sorry for Clayton, Dave. But you know what? I did, and I'll tell you why. This show, we, we know all the stuff we fucking what's he called, the Chris thingy, the old presenter. Um, oh, Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison, he was a disgrace, all that. He got booted off, and quite rightly, for not being, you know, not basically not reading the room. It was a disgrace what he did and the support and everything was awful. And he quite rightly lost his job. However, I've seen this a couple of times now where did you find any of that funny with Clayton? Because I felt like she said, I'm doing a Jimmy Kimmel type thing with you. And you can see Clayton, who was a bit like Matt from the other Bachelor season where he was literally, Mm. he's only good if he's getting direction. If he's got to add lib summit, he's fucked basically, which is when they're doing the normal Bachelor, they can control the narrative. The producers can tell him where to stand, what to do. We want you to do this and act it up. As soon as Caitlin said, we're going to do this, he fucking looked at her like, oh, my fucking God, what are you going to do to me? And I felt some of the stuff that they showed from from social media wasn't funny and was pretty nasty, to no. be honest, Dave. Yeah. It was a weird choice, wasn't it? Yeah, really just... weird choice to basically shine a light on some of these nasty comments that are put out there yeah. and it's like what is your end game here i mean yes caitlin the difference is jimmy kimmel is actually quite funny <laughs> <laughs> i think you know you can maybe get away with it 
if you put like a funny slant on it, but they just put nasty comments and then she just read them out. Now, in that position, what can Clayton do? The the only thing he, he can do is just sit there and sort of try and laugh it off and, and shrug it, shrug at it. And it's like, yeah. What else can you do in that situation? If you, you know, if if it winds you up a bit, well, you're going to look like a dick. But you know, the I, I just none of them lended themselves to like a witty comeback. Not that I could think of, anyway. You know, it, it was all just nasty shit, and I just thought it was it was fucking weird to put him in that spot, and just ultimately, like I say, highlight all of these nasty comments. And not really counter them at all. Just no. put them out there. And... <laughs> well, well, they could have fucking weird. They just laid into it, didn't they? Because it's like, yeah, they could have countered that by having nice comments. All you got was someone going, um, "You look like Shrek," and then and then fucking Kayla went, "And oh, I watched that last night, and you look nothing like him." <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I didn't think you you when I was watching it or something. I'm like, oh, you've not read the memo, and, and that's what I'm saying. The stuff with Chris Harrison happened, but it's I don't believe. He'd have gone if they hadn't have had the backlash of what happened, Dave. I don't think they've learned, and I honestly think it's like be kind to people. That's not how you you don't go there and slate people. All right, bring a couple of comments. Not everyone's going to be happy. I've said it, you said it. You know, I think he's he's got no personality. He's another Matt where he's just going to go along with whatever they throw at him. He's got no spice. Whatever we think of Claire, she had her own opinion, Dave. We know mm. it was a setup. We know her and Dale have been together, but fair play to her. She wasn't, and I can't believe I'm even praising her, but you need characters like that. Clayton Season's going to, like you say, he's going to be saying he loves shit. He might be amazing. And Kate's like, oh, you're not going to believe this. He's not going to expect it. But I'm thinking, well, you spent five minutes slating the guy for his looks and his personality, and he's going to spearhead the season. Even the way she delivered it before then was terrible. Mm. I was like, this is not, I don't think, I think that's why she's been binned off. You know, I don't know whether they're letting her ad live this or something, but I can't believe that they've let that. That's, no, that's all set up completely. They, they they know exactly what's coming, don't they? They they've got the fucking tweets right there. She's not ad libbed anything. <laughs> she's just she's <laughs> reading it off the TV screen that someone out the back is saying, right, is this my bit now? Right, we'll put this up on the big screen. Nothing's ad libbed. She's just a bit crap. She's not um <laughs> she's not doing anything particularly vicious or anything. I, I I just think it, it was just kind of misjudged. I I think. I mean, I, I mean the fucking Shrek thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what the bloke thinks. I mean, he he looks like a good-looking bloke to me. I I don't know where you get the Shrek thing from. But can you imagine, Chris? Someone you're sat there, and it comes up. Oh, look at the size of Chris's nose. And you, you know, just okay. fucking just go sat for the juggler yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, no, there's I'm no fucking that. comeback there, is there? It's, 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 it's just like, I've got a big nose. That's it. What do you want me to do? <laughs> thanks, thanks very much. I'll get my coat. But you're right. I, I didn't think I'd come away puzzled. And I, and just as you think they're, they're getting progressive and they do, look, reality stuff, we're taking the piss. We're roasting this show. That's what we do. That We, we don't... If we like something, we say it. If we disagree or agree with each other, that's the whole point. But I, I just I didn't make any sense to me, Dave. It was almost like she'd no. been listening to our podcast and thought, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go for the jug and get a few digs in. I don't we don't what... fucking call people out for their looks, do we? No, no, not like that. Because you, 
look, fucking hell, Dave, we're not as like oil paintings, are we? Like, say, I could slag off my nose, weight, whatever. You, oh, you, shit. I did call that fat bloke out before. Well, that was you, though, Dave. It wasn't actually <laughs> exactly. Chris. It Apart from him. Apart from him. And from now. <laughs> no, but the, the thing is, I mean, he is put there for his body type, I think. And, and just, he is a... You say about have they, have they learned anything? Have they bollocks? They just fucking don't care who they step on, who they shame. You got all these beautiful ladies, all these handsome men, and everything, and that's why that fat bloke's there. He's a he's a person of ridicule. That you know, I don't know. I've not seen him in the previous seasons. Maybe you know before we started watching. Maybe he's a regular that they just wheel out. And I don't know, maybe if we were in on the joke, maybe he did something funny five years ago. And so if we remember that, I, I just don't see what the point of him was in, in the whole After Rose special. But it did seem to like just have a laugh at him rather than with him. So, yeah, I just really weird. And I don't know, I've not seen, you know, is there any kind of backlash to, to them calling Clayton out, but yeah, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say I feel sorry for him, but, you know, it, it did seem off to just put him in that position and like, like I say, it wasn't funny. I uh, didn't really give him a, a, an opportunity to counter. I guess you had the studio audience, uh, you know, gave him a bit of a cheer, didn't they? So, you know, that probably made it soften the blow a bit, but you know yourself, if you get nine positive comments and one toxic negative comment, the one that has the most impact is the toxic negative comment, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, there's no need for them to do that to anyone. No, and, and I think you're right. Look, as friends, you know, me and you rip the fuck out of each other, whatever, and, and I, I'm sure you do it with some of your other friends. I do it. Look, the lads at work, it's just, you know, all bets are off, Dave. You know, someone puts a bit of weight on or something and that's it, isn't it? Like, uh, well, you, you know, someone says, you want to go for a breakfast? I was like, well, I think you need to lay off and all this. You know, you'll get comments <laughs> like that, you know, they'll get comments of people being, there's plenty of people I work with who were fucking very difficult to get their hands out of the pockets, you know, and stuff like that. So you love like jokes about that. There's always that stuff between friends, you know what I mean? We can all say we live in a progressive that, world. That's genuine we, banter though, isn't it? Exactly. We, we, we live in this world where genuine jokes between friends are not allowed to be said in the out, like in the public domain, if you were on TV or whatever, like if we ever made it famous, we're fucked, Dave, because, uh, you know, with, with this show, like laughing, joking aside, but it, it's true. You, you cannot, and you're right, it's banter between friends and jokes and stuff. You can't do that. I mean, some of the stuff that fucking my mates send me, like taking the piss, and that like, we do, don't we? We send each other and having a go at each other as a joke and that. But you'd be like, you can't say that, you know? Like, like just I mean, not like physical stuff or whatever, like calling people tight or there's just these ways to do it, and it just it it's the hypocrisy, I think, in the long run of all this. Mm. Like I say, they could have laid him up. You know, they could have prepped him, written some funny lines for him. You know, some witty comebacks for him yeah. to kind of squash the trolls kind of thing. But it's almost like it's almost like they're inviting it. It's like, well, stick this stuff up on uh, Twitter and we might read it out. Whoever wrote those things is probably like a fucking local celebrity now. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, bunch of dicks, Chris. Bunch of dicks. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm with you, Dave. Now, Dave, <laughs> we're, this is our uh, first episode, isn't it, of the new year? So we are going to be watching Clayton's episode. It's, it's about to come out. We will be getting onto it, and we will be doing a recording probably this weekend. But it's one of them things where I was the same. I was just getting back to the trailer. We did, I didn't say a lot on it, but as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, oh. Them couple of them girls are, like, fucking giving shit to each other, and I'm like... Yep, I am 100% involved <laughs> in this series. I'm going to slate it to episode two because they always do a good job of the trailers on the bats or the bats are out. They always look amazing. And then when you see it, it's like a 10-second fucking like little bit of a fallout, but it looks and, glorious. And it's rubbish, isn't it? By the time it comes around, you've seen it previewed 20 times. And so when the event happens, you're like, oh, was that it? Yeah, yeah, that's true because... Every advert in the show, it's replayed. Every, oh, wait, tune in next. And it's like, we've seen all this before. And you're right. But, Dave, we're in. No matter what you say, we're in. And that's as far as we're going to go at the moment. But we've got this. We've got Maths Australia coming up, Dave, at the end of January. Fucking amazing. Cannot wait. Yep. So uh, it should be a good year. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Everyone's, yeah, well, it seems everyone's coming down with COVID, including yourself. Yes. And plenty of other people I, I know, but it seems like, you know, after that initial lockdown um, in 2020, it seems like all the dating shows, the reality dating shows have, have got their protocols in place and everything. So as well as Bachelor, as well as Maths, I'm sure we'll have plenty of others to get in, our teeth into in 2022. Exactly. No, it's good stuff, Dave. And, and having COVID, which is the first time I've had it in two years, I thought I was immune and now everyone in the family's got it because of uh, we all went out Christmas Eve and somebody had it, didn't tell us, and, and just was like, oh, I want to go out. Now everyone's got it, Dave, but that's for another Ooh, podcast. Oh, I bet they're popular. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I couldn't have timed it any better in respect of work because just after New Year gets me positive test. I've had to have another week off work, Dave. <laughs> things. Terrible. Don't get me wrong. Terrible. Been, I have been bad for a few days. I have been bad. I'm no, no bullshit. I have, but... I won't wish it on anyone, but however, there is always a silver lining to these things. So anyway, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Let's not drop myself in it even more. So if you want to contact the show, guys, on social media, at cdrealitycast, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you do want to support us some more, and we thank everybody, I say it every episode, who's supported us past and present, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. So today's roll call of honour is... Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys. It's really, really good here. And I say it every time, but me and Dave really appreciate it. It's so humbling. Uh, and Dave, we're going all in, my friend. So it's game on, and we will see Clayton on the other side. Absolutely. And I think we'll get about three episodes, won't we, before Maths Australia starts. And then we'll just make a judgment call on seeing how good the Clayton season is. <laughs> because we said, <laughs> didn't we, New Year's resolution, we're not going to do two seasons concurrently, but, uh, you know, we're a bit we shit are. at resolutions, aren't we? So, so let's what see how we go. What we're not doing is fucking three, Dave. 
we could probably yeah, could definitely two, definitely not three. not doing threes but if we'll <laughs> see but <laughs> either way because we and then the thing that really and we know the result of it but the, the thing that it's not like us to do that but when we took on too much last summer we didn't finish katie's season off did we because yeah, we just had too yeah. much on and i don't want to do that because i know there's plenty of people who listen who love the bachelor and, and bachelor and love our stupid responses to all this so, so we both said this haven't we if we can do both we will do it but we will do that judgment call just in case you know our real jobs get in the way of this thing. <laughs> yeah fucking annoying way? isn't it mortgages <laughs> and stuff <laughs> family and everything they don't understand dave but uh, no absolutely brilliant mate and i'll see you next time thanks a lot mate and thanks to everyone out there for listening and we'll speak to you next time for clayton's episode one <laughs>